0: is the epitome of uh laziness, I think. <laughs> because you can just get I, I we live in a condo, so I, I like the fact that we can get that any food that we want delivered to your door is like peak comfort. Dude, you know, I don't got a
2: Sureway is right there. Like you can jump out <laughs> your window it's
0: and true. Land No, it's the 100%. Court. The thing is that you, people still get like you know, Jim and the Greek or something from there, Chipotle from there, Uber eats to you. You know, like I would, I don't know. It's it's just like peak comfort for me, and I I love it. I use it. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways, so while we were talking, Dre, um, Sorry. We're, we're, before you, no, no, before you, before you came on, we were talking about how. Let's start this off with, if you were stranded on an island. And you could only choose one Simpson episode. Which one would you bring? And I'm going to start with you, man, because I know you have it fresh in your head.
1: Uh, does a two-parter count? I'll take it. Mm, I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, you would. I'll,
2: okay. uh, I'll take it. That's, that's okay. hard. because they're okay. so okay. rare. It's not like two-parters are, are a common thing. So I'll I'll take it. I'll okay, it. so okay. I'll
1: give two answers just so like I'm not like cheating or anything. So. Uh, my main answer is my favorite episode for sure is Who Shot Burns, which is two-parter. Yeah. I think it's, like, tremendous. That's,
0: a, that's an incredible <laughs> a few episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, so if I can't do that, oh, God. To pick just one is hard, but, like, I might go for something like um, either K Fear or uh, oh. the, uh, the the Grimy episode is, is one grimy. that I love a lot. Um, yeah, yeah. That's, you
0: that's, gotta choose uh, one, man. You gotta choose one. You're uh, going off
1: the rails, bro. Okay, if I only choose just one, it might be it sounds typical, but it might be Cape Fear.
2: No, it's it, okay. that's that's a great no, answer. That's a, that's and you know what? One. I'm not shocked that's that like the first two things you named were very uh very much based off of movies. <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: oh yeah, that's true. That's a that's a no
2: yeah, no less like not shocking at all. Uh but yeah, great, no, great that's picks, true. nonetheless. Oh my gosh! I'm going through the keeper episode in my head. That's a really solid pick.
0: Oh, look, no, Noah,
2: Noah would like to say hello. Hi, Noah. Oh my gosh, you're getting so big. Oh hey, yeah, he's, you've he's grown a enough. female arm. Oh my gosh!
1: <laughs> wow, you're growing so quickly. Wow. <laughs> so yeah.
0: cute. He's he's human. He this he's he he just turned six months. This is six to nine months. Like no. it's supposed to be bigger than him, but. No, he's a. You're gonna be sharing clothes. Guy. You're gonna be sharing clothes. Too. He's a. I know. It's true.
2: Okay. Bye. okay you want, some, you want some? Uh, you want some boba? I give you some boba. Can,
1: <laughs> Can I have be, some? Be nice to mom. I want boba
2: tea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why is nobody nice ever thinking of me? Sorry.
0: Don't be sorry. <laughs> Thanks for coming.
1: No problem. Have a good
0: session. <laughs> session session this is my therapy session i keep on telling you guys that If i'm your
1: therapist therapist. you're in deep shit (laughs) well well, i'd say say both you are my therapist oh Uh, okay uh that's uh, jay i'm sure
0: how about you man uh uh, stranded island episode again you got to pick one i'll i'll
2: i'll give you the the two-parter no no i don't don't need it it it's uh it's like it's lemon tree I don't even know the name of the oh. episode. <laughs> the lemon oh, yeah. tree. I don't even yeah. know the name of the
1: episode. I'll be honest, I don't even know. Uh, it's true. But it's, it's still one of the, the city rivalries, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Shake a boy.
2: I can just keep throwing out one-liners from this, but I'll just, I'll... Yeah. You, you, it's you, tough yeah, to pick just,
1: like, one episode, but I'll tell you this. The Lemon Tree episode is one of my favorite meme farm episodes. <laughs> like, just all yeah. of the... Uh, like yes. the uh you know, like the sour puckery faces I yeah. see online. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> the Sounds good. Yeah.
2: Like there are so many uh, elite episodes. This is just this yeah. one for me just a a scotch above. Like this is on its own. Yeah, so. it
0: do you is a see great those one. you know those like Twitter pictures or people put it on Twitter where it's like fan bases and like this like elite and okay and like kinda shit yeah, fan yeah, bases. Yeah, yeah. We should do that for like Simpsons episodes. Yeah. You know I think I mean? it's called like, like there's not uh,
2: good like it's something
1: something like maker. the tier like list
2: tier maker or level maker. The, yeah, 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 right. like yeah, tier list. yeah. Exactly. I'm not like doing tier, that for a thousand
1: tier. episodes. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> I've only seen like a couple hundred too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not doing it. A lot of them would be oh, F no, tier, man. let me tell you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, quick quick sidetrack for you, Dre. Uh, I just uh, something came across my feed. It was the um, the intro, the couch intro, whatever, uh, for the seven hundred and fiftieth episode. Okay, And in that one, I guess to commemorate that it was 750 episodes, they threw every single character within that intro. So like, well, while, while Bart is like skating, like every single wow. episode, every single character is in the intro. And I think one of the last people you see, like right uh, as they hit the house and they're in the couch, like there's still a ton of people like surrounding the couch. Uh, right there is uh, Mindy next to Grimes. So you said, oh, really. you thought like, yeah, so uh, I'll, I'll dig That's up the video right. or, or the tweet and I'll, I'll send it to you guys if you haven't seen it. That's incredible.
0: Um, if I were to choose a uh, stranded island episode, I, I would, you know what, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, no, I won't cheat a little bit. I, I think I have to go with uh, when they go to New York.
2: Mm. When, oh that one know, okay that's a good one yeah I, underrated. I know they, they,
0: underrated they don't actually play that and i don't think you can find that on disney plus anymore main, mainly because of the two towers yep. Which yep. Oh, that, yeah which is completely understandable uh completely understandable but w- like the like you said like the the quips and the and uh the one-liners in that episode it's it, it, that's it's stuck in my head always. Either that one or the linguo episode. Do you remember the one where it's like almost a three-parter in the episode? the
2: which one? That one's not working
0: about the uh that one where it's like the day passes and it's like the first the first the one third of it is like Homer, the other third is Bart, the other third is, is Lisa, and Lisa has this like uh a robot oh, thing the
1: thing that speaks or whatever the little yes, robot yes, yes oh yes, yeah, yeah I know that one yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and oh, it, and then funny. the mobster sort of is like what's the matter you <laughs>
1: and <the> robots like
0: <laughs> tries tries to correct him and everything like that and uh anyways so I always
1: associate you with the one where Homer goes to space because of your MSN picture. You MSN, MSN picture wow yeah back no. in the day wow. it was the one where Homer's Dre. eating the chips floating because in the I mean, ruffled they ruffles, yeah, <laughs> and then he breaks the ant for Yeah, that's that's the one that I always Yo, associated. That's with a you.
0: deep cut. That's a deep cut in our friendship, Dre. I appreciate no. that. Uh,
1: it's Dipper no. Wings. I don't forget. Yeah, these Yeah, I was.
0: It's because I I misspelled it. Yeah, yeah Dipper Wings.
1: Dipper. Yeah, <laughs> I don't forget these. Uh,
0: things. <laughs> no, you don't. I I appreciate it. So we just went eight minutes uh, talking about The Simpsons because we can. Why not? Why the hell not? What is? Damn it. <laughs> yeah exactly honestly we should just do a whole episode of just the simpsons because we can and it's the off season for the raptors but it's not the off season yet for the nba uh welcome to that's a Rip podcast a podcast by raptors fans for Raptors plans uh fans let us know what your uh uh island episode is because we we love the simpsons it could be the it could be the new ones it could be the old ones or it could be not the simpsons at all it could be something like you know always sunny in philadelphia which i've never seen before i heard oh
1: yeah it's a great show <laughs>
0: Yeah. Uh, I've heard, I've heard really good things. So there's a couple of things I wanted to talk to you guys about, Raptors related, non Raptors related, uh, NBA related. Um, but first, first and foremost, the search continues, and I know uh, that the the Raptors. Uh, we last time we spoke, we talked about how the Raptors got the 13th pick in the NBA draft, which we, they will be drafting, uh, I believe, June 22nd. And if Masai is to his word, he wants to have a coach before then, so that he can kind of they he they are or whomever can kind of have a lot of say in who they want to pick up maybe we might even trade up for the third who knows but i've heard some rumors aka from a michael grange saying that a, a certain canadian legend steve nash oh, come reportedly on. impressed the toronto raptors during his formal interview
1: oh please
0: guys dre i I'll start with you, man. When I heard the news, when I heard this rumor, I was – I think I kind of had the same re- remark. But I, I'm more – you know what? I, I'm open to anybody at this point. But I, let me hear your thoughts, brother. Let me hear your thoughts first, Jay.
1: This is what I was saying last time. Like, we quickly got rid of Nick Nurse. I thought we had something in the pipeline. We have gone from – Uh, you know, like a a winner in the Euro league to a winner in the WNBA and quite possibly the first WNBA or quite first, the, uh, the first um, female coach that we will ever have. Yep. Mm -hmm. in the NBA Um, to some other questionable candidates to Steve Nash, who was like canned mid season, mind you, because of his complete ineptitude, especially when it comes to defensive coaching. I love Steve Nash as a player. But I'm sorry, Jason, you've got to get to work. Get the f out of here. This is so stupid. <laughs> Come on. Man, I've got nothing else to say about work.
0: it. Why you gotta I'm... make me work on a Friday on a Friday afternoon, brother?
1: Why did we get rid of, of Nick Nurse when we had nothing planned?
2: Because it was not about because it was there's was a lot going on in that locker room. I think oh, please. I think, so. I think so. Have have we if heard really have we heard think... anything from Nick Nurse? Have we heard there a you thank know. you, Toronto? Have we heard anything from no. Fred, Pascal? But I mean, granted,
0: like, I haven't seen – that does like Nick Nurse even have social media?
1: Whether he does well, I mean, or doesn't, like a statement – He would have put out a statement or something out like, out like that, right? Like, yeah. If yeah. he could get on stage with the Arkells, he's going to be heard. Like, that's, you're exactly, that's, you're,
2: you're right. exactly right there, right? So why <laughs> have you he heard, not heard anything probably. from Nurse or Pascal or – Or any of the players. Grant, or right? any of
0: like, the players. You're right. Right, there mm-hmm.
2: obviously was something going on there that that not, no one's stepping up to say, hey thanks, Nick, no one. so and, mm. and him not saying thanks to the organization like there was something there. So I think I think. This, I mean uh, he
0: did say thank you to uh, well he did say good luck to Masai when he when he talked about this roster. I mean uh, take that with a great assault, but they said uh, with those guys you have, good luck um, here's one thing Jay okay, before you start uh, with your thoughts on the Steve Nash situation, uh, going back with the Nick nurse, I, I was reading the Michael Grange article where, where this is from, where where they says that Steve Nash reportedly impressed. Toronto also states that Becky Hammond never actually had a formal interview uh. with uh, with the Raptors, which makes sense because they're right in the beginning stages of the WNBA season. So Mind why you, they... she
1: wasn't coaching yet, but now she will be because her two games. Now she will be. <laughs>
0: th- oh, yeah. The thing about the last part that Michael Drange said in the uh, article is that while they were talking about Mas- while he was talking about Masai's you know uh ways of of his patience of like not doing anything ra- irrational um you know when he inherited the Dem- or George Carl from from Denver he allowed him to work for 3 years uh same thing with the with the Raptors um with coach Casey before they hired Nick Nurse that this is what he said. I don't I'm not I might be looking a little bit too into it, but that might still be the case had Nurse truly wanted to stay on. So was this a firing or was this a mutual agreement that they wanted to part ways?
2: Well, you know what? It's it's funny you say that. I, I now I'm trying to think about what was the wording that we got, right? When when nurse was let go. Was it a, a was it even stated right off the bat that it was a parting of ways, or was it Nicker yeah, been fired right.
1: I that's interesting. I wouldn't be
2: shocked if it was a mutual parting of ways. Just because, again, the silence is deafening from both sides here. Right, we've mm-hmm. we haven't heard a peep out of anyone um, from from the players to the coaches. Nothing. So that being said, I would believe that it's it probably was a mutually agreed upon thing. Um.
0: So does that okay? With that being said. Do you think that he already had, or has an eye on another vacancy? Because for like free agent wise for coaches, this is like almost like an anomaly, an anomaly for this type of situation for these coaches who are getting fired left, right, and center. Because you have you have teams, let's say like Detroit, for example, who is looking for a coach who wants to start young, right? They want to probably grow with the coach. I understand that. But then you also have teams such as the Suns and the Bucks, who are in win-now situation, who are probably going to look for somebody who is more seasoned, right? 76ers as well. So I feel like they, they – like nurse – is in such a good position <laughs> and he has the pickings of any team. I think any team that has a coaching vacancy will take up Nick Nurse in a heartbeat. You know? So I I, I wouldn't be surprised if Nurse was like, I'm out. I, I know that I, I kind of lost the locker room. Maybe Masai, Bobby, and Nurse don't see eye to eye anymore. I'm going to go to somewhere who I can probably win now, i.e. Philly Suns Bucks, what do you guys think about that?
2: No, I, I totally agree. Right, he's 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 in a, a position of strength right now, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, listen, I, I've lost locker room to your point, right? But knowing in the back of his head, hey, if I if they actually if we find a way to get me out of here, holy moly, everyone's going to line up to get me. And let's use the Bucks as an example. The Bucks, he's one of the three finalists, along with Kenny Atkinson and Adrian Griffin. Mm-hmm. You, you said it right there, right? They are in win now mode. Their roster is not getting any younger. They're one of the oldest rosters in the league and time is definitely ticking. Um, he, the fact that Nurse has yet to be named their head coach, if I'm the Bucks, I'm a little concerned about that because that's just buying more time for Phoenix to interview him, for Philadelphia to interview him because they're going to try to swoop in and grab him because... Let's face it, The because the Bucks have announced who their three finalists are, you can pretty much deduce that Nurse is the favorite there, right? I mean, if mm-hmm. they, if we all agree they're in win-now mode, you're not going to take a chance on an assistant coach who's never been a head coach and Adrian Griffin. You're not going to take a chance oh, on yeah. a Kenny Atkinson who has not been the head coach in a couple of seasons. So I, okay. I don't know. It, it looks like the Bucks should just should have hired him by now. Um, and the mm-hmm. fact that they haven't, they they might have to settle on on Atkinson or Griffin. I, nurse Nurse is totally in in a, a position of strength. There. He can just basically choose his next job. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Or they might be waiting
0: for like some of the assistant coaches in the finals right now. Like I know that uh, a lot of word about the assistant coaches in the Heat. Or, uh, same thing with Denver. Chris Quinn um, and David yeah. Adelman.
2: They're both they're mm-hmm. both very prominent names, specifically Adelman. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they could just be waiting.
0: Oh, so it's it's gonna be. I, I think it's not gonna happen until ah. like close to the twenty second. I think the rap. I think Raptors fans, us included, we're gonna have to wait a little bit, a little bit longer. Trade. Do you have any final thoughts when it comes to possibly Steve Nash or Nick Nurse going to either Philly, Bucks, or or uh, Phoenix? Uh,
1: no comment on the former. Um, on the latter, I feel like. Uh, I don't know. I hope he lands somewhere that actually uh, appreciates his talents. And um, I can imagine a team like Philly should uh, Harden stay, but that doesn't look likely at this point. Um, Mm, But teams, You never know. If they get a good coach, if they get a good coach, then I feel like he'll stay, but you never know. Um, A lot of the uh, potential uh, areas that he's going to, you know, when it was first hypothesized that he was going to Houston – you know, Houston might may have a future ahead of them. I'm not sure yet, but I think he deserves a win now sort of situation because he's a hell of a coach, and it sounds like he's probably going to get that, so we'll see.
0: Well, I mean, Houston already has a... a, a... Oh yeah and they just hired a doku right
1: oh yeah but like at, at first when uh nick nurse was let like, go oh, um yeah yeah
0: like- it was really prominent that like houston was looking right at him right
1: exactly. and then we were
0: all kind of confused that like wow okay i guess because we we thought that in the beginning well all of this was transpiring that nurse was going to go to houston and ma was going to come to toronto and then out of nowhere Houston picks up ma so yeah it's it's very interesting. it's this is the free agency uh, parade when it comes to coaches. okay, so let's stick with the Raptors. Um, there's a lot of questions even before the june twenty second uh, draft uh, draft lottery. Um, the Raptors have a lot of decisions to make, most specifically for well, I guess not the Raptors, but more like the players on the Raptors. Ved Van Vliet has until June 25th to opt into his contract. Otto Porter Jr. has until June 20th to opt into his contract. Trent also has until June 29th. If they were to all come back, that's almost like 150 mil or something like that for on, on the pay, payroll for the Raptors. Um, so he, here's the thing. I've seen a lot of rumors about Van Vliet and the Magic uh, being uh, close to. Like have a lot of ties together, um, Crystal Ball. Jay, is Fred VanVleet going to uh, sign back for the Raptors?
2: Ooh, that's a hard hitter. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Do you want Fred
0: VanVleet to to sign back with the Raptors? That's another hard hitter. That is another hard hitter. A lot of things to think about. <laughs> Yeah. And, and I can can I go back to out. the Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, right? Oh shoot! Can,
2: like it's uh, it's one of those where I can I can side either way, right? If if Fred Van Vliet opts in, that means we got him at a fairly good price, right? Like if he opts out, that means you gotta pay it more, right? Right, because if he opts in, that's what with thirty-three million. Yeah, yeah. He can, somewhere he can command somewhere like right now. It's something like in twenty the low 20s i believe i should have this yeah um but if he opts in yay that that saves money for the raptors and he does another bet on yourself type thing um yeah but on the flip side if he does not like here's the thing he the, the the market for point guards and i believe we've said this before about fred the market for point guards is pretty thin now he hasn't he didn't help himself this season. Uh, a lot of folks don't like how he played this year. his defense really did fall off. So the thinking is that with with someone of his his pedicure, it's still good enough to to command something on the open market. but mm. he could say to himself, listen, this is a, a shady season and nurse didn't have control of the locker room, maybe with a new coach things will go better the, the the play designs will work out better the minute load will be better and just to clarify yeah yeah
0: jay fred uh, can opt in or opt out of 22.8 yeah, i knew it was low yeah yeah that's and that was yeah. a steal
2: at the time it still is now um yeah that's why it it, it seems more like he should opt out because he can command well over 25 easily it's just a matter mm. of a who is willing to pay that for someone who's coming off a down year um and and b is that team in need of a point guard right so there's a bit of that at play He, he has to consider right but um yeah he's 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 in a tough position here and i think that if i were to choose which one i would like uh i want him on this team um yeah whether that is by opting in or whether that is with a new deal um there are there are still avenues that you can explore in trading him if if the fit is not right with the new coach if he continues to um not play to the all-star level we saw last year there are still avenues to go there but at the end of the day he is your safest bet for having a credible point guard because right now who are you left with if he leaves right so um yeah, I would go that that route. Um, I've got more thoughts on this, but I I kind of want to hear yours and Andre's Dre's thoughts. Yeah, I mean, at
0: that point, if Fred's not on the lineup, you're talking about Malachi Flynn and DeLano Bennett is not even on the, the the payroll. Like he's he's not even signed for next year. So. But again, as I mentioned, Fred can opt in or out of his 22.8 mil. Gary can opt in or out of his 18.7 mil, which I think he should opt in on, to be honest. And Otto Porter is, can opt in or out of his 6 million. Jakob Pertl, uh, which we got in free agency, has is going to be a free agent.
1: Oh, he's my favorite point guard. I hope we keep him.
0: Yeah, exactly. He's going to bring up the ball with uh, Pascal Siakam. So, Dre, <laughs> if you had a choice... If you were Fred Van Vliet, are you betting on yourself and going for that 30-plus mil, or are you staying put with the Toronto Raptors?
1: Oh, God. Uh, Well, that's a different question because, you know, when you phrase it like that, Fred Van Vliet's going to be thinking of himself, and I'm not saying that he's selfish, but every athlete should be No, I think everyone should, yeah. Exactly. Uh Uh, But when you phrase it like that, it's a completely different answer. But when it comes to what we should try and do, I'm more in favor of what of what Jay you were saying, where it's like, hey, listen, we need a point guard. But that's the thing. Well, Fred Van Fleet care that we need a point guard. Not necessarily. He's gonna care about his best, you know, his best interests and what's gonna be good for his family. Um, you know, so it's oh god. I, I feel like to your specific question, if I'm Fred Van Fleet, what am I doing? Uh, sorry, listeners. Um, he's probably out. But if this is mm. more or less what the Raptors can do to entice him to stay, that's I don't know how they're going to do it because I'm not like business savvy. But I feel like there is I, something there, business savvy without you know self destructing everything else that we have. I feel like we have so many dominoes in place and so many moves can just kamikaze this team seriously with like overpaying can I everything. Sure. I, I
0: think that it's going to depend on the coach that we that we get. True. It, I think that if let's say we, we get a, a younger, uh, you know, less experienced uh, coach, I think Fred is out. If we get somebody like a Budenhoser, like a Monty Williams. I think. I Fred thought you said it.
1: experience. No I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I guess experience is really a, it's it's more of a good or bad situation. But you can't you can't you can't fault uh Budenhof for not having experience.
1: No, but like you know, he still has you know his inadequacies. I don't want to like be too you know too uh mean about it, but like he he has his faults. He's not Doc Rivers, but he has his own faults for sure. Mm. Th- this is but, where the
2: timing comes in, right? Because if if we if we piece some of what we have heard already and if we say, okay, well, what if the... Because another rumor I, I've seen is, is that uh, the Raptors already know who their coach is. They just have it hired them, which sounds odd. But hmm. if yeah, they know who the their coach now? is, that means that their coach is probably still employed somewhere in the playoffs.
1: Uh, right. So, having I've, said I've that...
2: I've seen that. I've seen that. If we were to believe that, which... I would, I say you should probably shouldn't because it's rumor season. But let's just believe it for a second. If you believe that, yeah. then the timing doesn't work out. Because what if the NBA Finals go seven games? Then we're talking about June 22nd. Fred has to make his decision by the 15th. So right. I don't think right. he should be waiting for the new coach. Uh, or maybe th- his hand will be forced a little bit here in making a decision. I
0: have seen. What didn't Mike Brown get hired to be Sacramento's coach while in the playoffs oh. uh, last season?
2: Your memory is better. I've than seen mine. it. I don't know.
0: I've seen it before. I've seen it where coaches have been hired somewhere else.
2: I think you're right. During, you're right. Yeah, I don't know about Mike Brown specifically, but I think you're right in terms of like uh, someone has a head coaching job lined up while they're still in the playoffs. Like, uh, yeah, you're right. Right. Yeah. Right. I, like I, again,
0: it's it's rare. You know, I've seen it. Uh, maybe it's more like at you know if we're talking about Mike Brown's situation maybe he yeah he was with the uh, Golden State Warriors and then he at, like at some point in time they he was uh, he was taking interviews and he got hired by the Sacramento Kings but uh, to your point to your point the timing is all weird um i i feel like if fred and pascal who are going to be he, they're obviously the top dogs of this team they uh, I don't know if they have a huge say in who their coach is going to be, but they have a huge say, Fred, in particular of what they want to do when it uh, was upcoming season. So like, maybe, maybe like he's, going to like n- nothing has happened with Fred's contract so maybe here he's waiting and he's like saying take tock to the Raptors right because like time is taking not only on his side but also on the raptor side um, to see what's happening so I, I don't know I, I, I'm just you know I'm just kind of throwing uh, shit in the wind and see what happens but I, I feel like Fred <sighs> Fred can get something like 30 million I think so because having a good Point guard in general, not even like a decent point. Having a good point guard, good to great, is hard to come by. And I'm not saying that Fred is like fantastic, he has his flaws, but he's a good ass point guard, right? And if you see some if you see someone like the Suns, who I don't think that they're going to uh hire back a 38-year-old agent Chris Paul, Suns might be calling, you know? So I, I don't know. I, it's it's an interesting thought we'll see again. We'll see what happens when it comes to the off season. It's a little, it's a lot of speculations on our part, of course, but it's always nice to think about who, what, and where players and coaches at this point will be guys, boys, NBA, the NBA is still going on the, uh, what, at least the Western conference is finalized with the Denver Nuggets beating the LA Lakers. Um, in a sweep, which is kind of crazy. So, is very old, Jamal Murray, is going to the NBA Finals. Uh, at this moment, we're recording this on Friday, May the 26th, and the Boston Celtics have avoided uh, elimination twice already. Can, and I'm going to start with you, Dre, can <laughs> the Celtics make history?
1: Uh, I have two answers. So the selfish reason, because I like the Heat, and I like Spolstra, and I like Butler, is no. No, they can't. And my other answer uh, to try and actually put some rationale on this is, oh, God, don't don't be stupid, but I'm just going to say it. No, they can't. Um, I feel like mm. for the Celtics, as good as they are, to win four in a row is tough. It's tough. And we yeah, said this like earlier in, in like an in earlier episode, the Boston team is flat out better. I think that the couple of things that the Heat have on their side are Jimmy Butler, who can't, be you know he can't be Michael Jordan every single game um and Eric Spolstra which you know when you're a great coach you're not gonna have like a 90% win streak or whatever like you know it's going to be still like anything basketball like when somebody says like you're shooting 65% from three that's a pretty damn good percentage you know what I'm saying so it's the same thing with um you know like a coaching record in general especially if you're not um blessed with like the Z superstars for your entire tenure, for instance. But, um, something like this, it's like, look, the uh, Celtics have won twice in a row. The thing is they have both been blowouts and for different reasons. So in the last game, Lowry played like shit. Let's just be honest. He did. Um, but will he always play like shit? I don't know. You can claim that their success, like the Boston success lately is because of much needed adjustments. Um, that is at least part of the story, but part of it's also, I feel like maybe some, some jitters from the, uh, from the, uh, the heat side. Plus they have a couple of injuries that they're dealing with. And I'm not even talking mm-hmm. about Depot and hero. I'm talking about, Oh my goodness. What's their starting uh, point guard Gay um, okay, Vincent. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who I guarantee was vital this last game because no disrespect, but Lowry played like shit. And I guarantee if he didn't or if Vincent was there, it would have been different. So um, they still have to win four games in a row. They've done two, but the Heat aren't terrible. Will they actually succeed with four wins in a row? That's the question. You know, if this was like mm-hmm. maybe the first round or, um, you know, if they were facing like the... Uh, like, let's say the Raptors in the championship run lost three games in a row to the Magic. I could foresee them beating them four times in a row. But this is different. This is like... I, I can't see... Any team doing that. I couldn't see the Lakers, which got better after the trade deadline, doing that to Denver. I can't Denver. I can't see it. I'm sorry. And it's not like because I don't want Boston to win, which is true, I don't, but it's because of that. If it was a 3-1, that's a different story. And I know it became 3-1, but I'm saying, like, if it was like Miami won two, uh so the Celtics won one, and then it was three-one. That's a yeah. different story, but to win consecutively four times four in a in row, a row. That's in a the conference big order, yeah, you're,
0: yeah, you, it's true. It's like it's, it's it's not the beginning of the uh, playoffs where it's like you're kind of like getting off the rust. You're like in the midst of the playoffs. You're like in the in the last bit of it before you go to the NBA championship. It's it's kind of incredible to think that it's. Uh, Out of 151 playoff series, no team has come up from a 3-0 deficit. The thing is, I don't know history uh, when it comes to the NBA playoffs. I'm not sure when they started to go back and forth with five-game series or seven-game series. But at this point, history is not on uh, Celtics' side. But But, Dre, like you said, I think team-wise, not coaching-wise, team-wise, I do think the Celtics are better than the Heat. Mm -hmm. So, Jay, can the Celtics make history? Yes.
1: No, don't say it. Don't say it. We're,
2: we're, We're asking the wrong question here, right? Us saying can the Celtics win four in a row is not the right question. It's the same thing as saying can Miami win the first three games against the Celtics. This is the past, right? We are recording this on Friday, May 26th. The reality is... Boston just has to win two more. And in addition to having to win two more, Miami is now also down their starting point guard, right? So things are shifting in Boston's favor. They they no longer have to look about, look, think about winning four in a row, right? This is all the past. So I don't know. I'm going to waver on my own answer here and and say that I still don't trust Boston, right? Let's... I understand that the box score will say that these last two games have been blowouts, but Miami was in both of them. Then even when Boston went up by 20 and they're at home and they've got the whole crowd going, Miami stuck around. So I would say Mm -hmm. that um, it's more than likely that Boston has, as they have been all year, they have times when they're inconsistent. And to bet that they will continue to be this good and let's face it game four they weren't actually good for the entire game they weren't even good enough in that first half like they just really had a kick-ass third quarter and just rode that to a victory you can't afford to do that if you're the celtics you can't afford to have a down quarter which is asking a lot of this team despite the fact that yes i agree with you both talent wise they are far and away the better team um they shouldn't be in this hole but the margin for error is so small now. So I'm kind of wavering on my own answer here. I think that they are capable of it because they only have to win two more games and Miami's down a a, a critical player there, another critical player there. But I also don't trust that they can be consistent for eight quarters. So I will say that, how about this? If Miami doesn't win game six, Boston's going to win game seven. That's, That's where I'll leave it at. God, I, hope
0: uh, not. I, I don't know. I'm on the fence, man. I'm on the fence. I like both of these teams. I don't. I don't really. Doesn't. Really You're really a lot. You I mean, do I, not, I,
2: not like Boston. No, no, no I like
0: Boston. You like, like Marcus
2: the, Smart? There you go.
0: Thank you. You remember what he said to I like, us? Marcus, I like Marcus Smart. Oh, I forgot. I like, Blake, I like Jason uh, Tatum. No, I like no. Derek Blake Griffin. <laughs> I, 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 like you know. Brogdon. I like Jalen like, Brown. I like, like Jalen Brown. You know, uh, future mm. actor, but. Listen, listen. <laughs> I'm trying to not think like I'm trying to not think about how we were down 3-0 against the 76ers and we should have come back. We should be the only team that came back from a 3-0 deficit. You know, should've. Should've. we should have. We should have. Come on. They they're they're a bunch their butts were clenched. You know, I I don't think that the 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 Heat are a complete veteran team uh up up and down from from GM to coach to players. I don't think their bunts are clenched. I don't think that their uh, armpits are sweaty. I, I, they have leaders on that team that know what to do to finish the job. I think it's only going to Game Six. I don't think the Celtics can can pull this off. Uh, even if they don't get off get Game Six, I still believe the Heat can can win because I think experience matters. Uh, and, and yeah, they both went
1: to the finals though. I think I think both. Lowry
2: Lowry has a good game in him. He he's, he has oh, you know he, do, he does this. So. We we know this right? He has his like <laughs> oh he's the worst
1: player ever to like oh my gosh right. I forgot how amazing he is. He still has that in him. So I think he had a goose there. egg in the championship run. Case in point,
2: it's true. But so, that goose yeah. egg was accompanied by peripheral stats that were great. Everyone focuses on zero points, but there were like ten rebounds in the system like that. But like anyways, right. yeah. Lowry right. still has it in him. Game six
0: or seven, he'll have one of those games. Ooh, this is interesting. It's so funny. I'm on the fence. Dre, Dre thinks he uh, and Jay thinks Boston. And, oh, well, this is – it's a doozy. It, when it comes to things, talking about history, uh, it, it, it's a doozy. And speaking about history, guys, last thing we're going to – or maybe not the last thing, but one of the next things I want to ask you guys. After the Denver and Lakers uh, playoff match, of course, no one's really going to be talking about the Denver Nuggets because apparently they are, uh, they don't, you know, they what are they? They they they're not uh, interesting enough. I guess. Only <laughs> for like Chris Mannix. Yeah, exactly, hundred percent. However, okay, LeBron did hint. He hinted. He didn't say he was going to retire. People, he hinted uh, at the fact that he doesn't know. And I feel like a lot of players say that at the end of the season. They're just like, I don't know. We'll see what happens, okay? But with Melo being one of the other last standing uh, from the 2003 draft class, and he uh, is retiring uh, from the NBA, LeBron is the last standing. And Bronny is going to be in the league probably in a year or two or after this LSU uh, uh, season. I think it's just going to be a one-and-done. He's going to the league. Um, guys, point blank, LeBron James, is he retiring? No. Dre, I'll start with you.
1: Absolutely not.
0: Yeah, same thing. <laughs> same so, <here. laughs> I,
1: I think what he was uh, hinting at, but you know, he always has these grand gestural statements. Um, Like, let's never forget, you know, the main, like the many things he has said while being a Laker, like, man, I don't even know what this team anymore. And then the trade happened. And suddenly he's a happy guy. You know, like, he, he's always had these grand statements. What I personally feel like, because, you know, he questioned about, you know, retirement and stuff, but that doesn't mean that he's retiring now. That could mean he could be retiring soon. And, you know, he brought up what he said about Bronny James and him maybe not being interested in his father's goal to play with him in the NBA. But I mean, like, uh, you know, he, he said that it doesn't necessarily mean that they've had some sort of a discussion or something. The way that I read it is he's questioning whether or not he'll be a Laker after this and um maybe that's not even because he wants out maybe that's him for the upteenth time as he has done so over the course of his entire career putting his foot down and saying i've said what i've wanted to say lakers organization are you gonna make any moves that's the way that i read it like he's Mm. basically saying what are you gonna do for me so i stay i'm considering i might be out you know so like you know, he's he's forcing their hand to to make a move. That's the way that I see it.
2: Did you see it's the so other, funny? The other one about uh he's gonna take a year off and enroll at USC to play with his son, and that's <laughs> that's that's how he makes it happen. <laughs> he can probably play in college. Hey. He, he, <laughs> was, he, can, he can play to fool people into thinking he's actually eligible because he's never played. Like that's not the that's not the case. Uh, yeah <laughs> you're sign an agent, you not eligible anymore but anyways uh i i think uh you know he's he's he knows his place in history and he'll yeah. if he were ever to ever consider leaving he'd want that farewell tour so i mean just, yes. just adding oh additional... if
1: anybody did it to this f- guy sorry Jay- jason yeah <laughs> god, god damn it, god
0: damn it i hear you man uh it's so funny looking at like the the um Lakers payroll because in 2024-2025 it's LeBron James and Anthony Davis and nobody else. It's just complete white because like basically LeBron is is uh, is you know contracted to stay with the Lakers until 24-25. Um he's not going anywhere. LeBron knows how I think he knows how important he is to the NBA. I know how important he knows how important he is to the history of the NBA and how much he's accomplished. Um I don't know if he's going to get another ring, but he's not going anywhere, and he is going to play at some way, somehow, going to play with Bronny. Uh, that's that's my thought. dude. this. Jad, I'm sorry for, for uh, cutting you off.
2: No, no, I have nothing else to add to what you guys have said. I think you guys nailed it. Uh, it would have been hilarious if he was able to enroll at UAC, though.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it would it it would have okay last thing uh i want to talk to you guys about and i know if you've you've seen it on the social medias um john Morant has gone you know he's been under a lot of fire right and we we kind of have we we all have our own say of like how nba players should or should not like carry themselves especially in this age of social media but at this point, we're kind of all kind of concerned of what he posted lately. Uh out of all this, I just hope he's okay. So if you guys haven't seen it, um he posted on like his IG, he's saying like, uh love you pops, love you mom, love his daughter, but he's gone. And automatically when he say that he's like saying bye or anything like that, you think, uh oh, worst might be the, the worst might happen which you know knock on wood you hope for anybody who needs that kind of help seek the help that you need because there are resources but what i'm saying here is that john moran um, or i i know that police have done uh, their due diligence to see if he's okay and he's just saying that he's going to be off social media for a while now i just want to get your guys take of like how he's handling this, how Memphis, the Grizzlies are handling this. And if like anything else could have been done, hopefully again, again, what I'm saying is hopefully he is okay. Um, Jay, I'll start with you, brother.
2: Uh, you know what? It's, I can't help, but think about um, DeMar DeRozan being one of the first to come out and, and openly right. talk about his struggles with, with mental health. Um, and I think of that as a, a bellwether moment in the NBA where uh, the attention around it is, uh, for lack of a better word, uh, it's it's much more out there. Um, you know, we are desensitized now to it, but in a good way, like that our first thought, all of us, I'm speaking on our behalf here, but our first thought when we saw those posts or a lot of people's folks was, is he okay? Versus, um, by meaning I'm leaving the Grizzlies or, oh, this is really sweet. He's, uh, sending some love notes to his, his family. And, but really he's saying bye to the Grizzlies cause he wants to trade something. Like all of us immediately went to, is he okay? And I think that's a, that's a solid step in where our society is now, right? No one is jumping on, you know, making fun of him, at least, Thankfully, that's not what I saw in my timeline. No oh, one's like, po- <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess I am. Yeah,
0: the mute button is good. The mute, mute, and and delete button are good.
2: And we've we've had this conversation before. Oh, crap! I was trying to finish before the kids got home. Uh, <laughs> I I lo- now I've lost my train of thought. No, we've we've talked about this before about how like, um, you know, when you talk about mental health, it's 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 just it's even more important than a player's physical health right and so again it's just echoing what you're saying here jason about like you know we're, we're hoping that he's fine um you know and that this doesn't go into a much darker place that it, it could so well, hopefully you know that was if that's a cry for help i'm hoping
1: that he got it yeah yeah
2: agreed Dre, do you have any thoughts on
1: this I mean, the kid's obviously in need of a lot of guidance when it comes to his mental health, when it comes to a lot of the ways that he has acted out um, in recent memory. In general, he's a talented guy. Um, this is reminding me, you know, people likened Ja Morant to a bunch of players like Derrick Rose, uh, Russell Westbrook, but a lot of people have likened him to Allen Iverson. And Allen Iverson, you know, talent-wise, they're very similar Especially when it comes to their tenacity with single handedly carrying teams on their backs, but at the same time, it's also their need for for guidance when it comes to breaking into the league in these early years. Because Allen I- Iverson was in need of this as well. Um, uh, yeah, I hope he I hope he gets it figured out because he's a he's a wonderful talent, uh, one of the most exciting players to watch. But like that's just entertainment wise, you know. At the end of the day, he's a human being. And first and foremost, as a human being, I just hope he gets what he needs. Um, yeah, you know, it's just the whole thing is sad. Just gonna leave it at that.
0: Yeah, I, I think the the final things I want to say about this is that like the the these players aren't just you know entertainment wise for us these these players are players and you know again as as when i first saw that i i automatically thought i hope he's okay and i hope everybody around him and his family and his uh, are are all doing okay because you us us three we will i mean Granted, I, I, I hope we do fantastic in our lives, but I don't think we will ever be in that type of limelight, in that kind of position and that kind of influence uh, to have to and, and be in a road where we have to like... Uh, Watch what we say on social media, which I feel like a lot of people should, <laughs> you know, uh, they they should really uh, stop and think sometimes of what what will happen if I say this to somebody or, uh, you know, it's, it's I feel like there's a lot of I'm only thinking for myself in uh, in this society. But like you said, Jay, it's good for for all three of us when we did see that we ha- we thought automatically, is he OK? And whoever does need the help they need please seek it and, and please look for the help that you need because like, you know, no, nobody wants the, nobody wants that, that at the end of the day, you know, we, we we all want to be here. We all want to be happy and healthy. So again, I hope, I hope jaw's good. Um, I just wanted to put put that out there. Um, because when I saw it, I was a little scared, but you know, I'm glad that he says something that he's just going to be off of social media, which honestly I'm off of social media and it's been great. It's been fantastic. Uh, so, so Jay, Dre, um, let's start off. I got to get some weekly recommends because, you know, I'm watching, I'm watching a lot of baby stuff now, and I don't know what, what there is except for basketball and Miss Rachel on YouTube kids. So can you guys please give me some weekly recommends, man? Dre, do you have a weekly recommend for me?
1: Oh, God. Uh, I've already recommended a lot of things that I'm interested in, like Succession is ending in two days. Barry's ending in two days. Uh, Mrs. Maisel literally just ended today. I'm not giving a mm. recommend to Ted Lasso. It's been a lousy, lousy, mediocre season with a few highlights. Um, really? Because
0: that was going to be my. High-
1: <laughs> I uh, love Ted
0: Lasso, man. Oh, okay, I I'll, to, each to each their own. I'm not saying that you're <laughs> wrong. To each their own. I love
1: Ted Lasso. That's yeah, okay, I was, was
2: going to binge that, and then I heard all these things. I was like, oh no. So I'm gonna. I
1: love, it. I love this season. I'll, I'll stop crapping on it, so you can, so you can, uh, you know, send it some love. My, my apologies. Oh, no, no,
0: man. Everyone has their own say. Shoot. Uh,
1: um. I mean, I already said Tears of the Kingdom, The New Legend of Zelda, which I've been playing compulsively. Oh, God. Is there anything else I can recommend? Um, Goodness gracious. Um, I'll just say Succession again, because you know what? I said at the start of the season, um, like the Like season four of the show that it was going to be great and it has wound up being quite possibly top 10 greatest shows of all time material and the finale is in a couple of days and i've heard the finale which is like 90 minutes long is absolutely sensational and this this is like unquestionably the best thing on tv right now it'll be the best thing on tv of the year unless the bear you know somehow usurps it but that'll be a tall order succession is like one of the greatest things in tv history i'm just saying it
2: Should should, I, for for the listeners who do, because I have not, uh, like I said, I only watched like one episode, but like for those that are are listening and are are going to tune into the finale or maybe miss the finale, would you recommend people stay off social media? like Oh, Jesus, yes.
1: (laughs) Okay, until they watch it, right? It's one of
2: those types of things, right? Like you don't want to be spoiled at all, right?
1: No, okay, so if you don't know much about Succession, what I will say is it's very similar to how Game of Thrones operates, where instead of people dying, it's, you know, know, hands of power. Who's got power over whom, and who's just wasted and squandered everything by backstabbing? It's always changing hands. And it's called Succession because the whole thing starts with um, Logan Roy, who's like this... uh, mogul this billionaire that's in charge of this uh, multimedia company um reaching his birthday and saying you know what i'm probably gonna hand my company down to somebody most likely my son and at the end of the pilot episode he says you know what nah i'm gonna keep it and his family is full of greedy shitty people and it's about all these people trying to curry favor yet backstab to keep changing hands and become this you know to succeed logan so it's his, directly his children. It's his wife. It's uh, other family members. It's a ton of people. So it's exceptionally spoiler heavy. And I'm—I don't want to jinx it, but I'm astonished that you haven't been spoiled already. <laughs>
0: hmm. Very interesting i i i want for one i haven't seen it before i haven't seen barry either uh dre i know i should i've heard great things about it uh succession um so many people watch it i'm not saying that it's like I sh- i'm not gonna watch it because so many people do but i feel like that's like a slow burn uh am i wrong on that
1: uh i would say yes i see what you mean by thinking that it might be but really it's it's quite lightning fast like it's just stuff happening all the time it's like pure dialogue but in a good way it's just shit hitting the fan every episode all the time it's actually like some people like people who might have complaints about it but you know i don't but some like one of the complaints is there's just too much shit happening like it's just too much um Mm. again i don't have that complaint myself but um i mean i get if other people might it's it's tough it's uh it's, okay. You have to like pay attention, you have to keep up. Okay,
0: okay. I mean, hey, well, uh, maybe one down the line after I watched uh,
2: another, uh, the last of us again. Maybe I'll watch the session. Uh, J- Jay, do you have a weekly recommend, brother? Uh, yeah, I'm going to. I had a show in mind, but I'll save that one for another time. Uh, I'm gonna recommend our listeners visit Raptors HQ. Um, it's not D. something we typically plug on here. We were part of Raptors HQ for a few years. Uh, we have since joined the Fans First Sports Network, which we have been a part of for, I would say, a couple months now. Mm-hmm. But the reason why I'm bringing up Raptors HQ for a couple of reasons, actually, um, A, I have a couple of pieces that should be coming out uh, next week. We are talking very belatedly about the 2022 20, 23 player reviews on the season. Uh, I'm working on Fred Van Vliet and then later this week I'll have one on Scotty Barnes, but uh, it, I don't think we've announced it here officially, but, but Chelsea late is the new editor. At yeah, yeah, so that's huge. Chelsea, um, but also, I mean, I should quickly well, actually, congratulations to her. Well-deserved. She is, I don't know how she finds time to write all the things that she writes.
0: Yeah. She, she is a busy woman. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Wrote. Um, you know, between Raptors, between WNBA, between her improv and comedy sketch writing, like there's just way too many things. I don't know how she does it. Um, I I would be remiss if I didn't at least give a shout out to Josh Kern, who has masterfully been an editor of the site for the last couple of years um, and is really a huge part of the, I I guess you want to call it success that I've had. So thank you to Josh uh, for all that you have done. but with, with Raptors HQ, I would suggest you know there there are some you know there's there's some we're trying to generate more excitement over the site. We've got a couple of things in, in the pipeline, um, and with Chelsea as editor, you know we, we'll see what direction things go. But it's it's an exciting time at Raptors HQ. So I recommend you guys, um, all of our listeners here, visit the site, see what's what's up on there. Mm. Um, of course, I will shamelessly plug that I've got a couple of things coming up. But really. There's just good content going on um, over the next little while. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I mean, even before we went to a, 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 this network, we, we used to, you would have to find our podcast by searching up Raptors HQ. You don't have to do that anymore. You can just search up. That's a wrap. But like before we were under Raptors HQ, the whole umbrella and, that, you know, I, I, I would still recommend Raptors HQ, not only for Jay, uh, as I read, but everybody else who's been writing, has written, and will be writing for that platform. Shout out Raptors HQ. So my my weekly recommend, Dre, Dre already said. Uh, Sorry. He, really, <laughs> he liked that last one, which is totally okay, man. I, I liked that
1: last, though. I just, I'm not in love with the final season, that's all.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, the first season is freaking incredible. But the only, um, I guess my weekly recommend is, uh, Dre, Dre, I know you're a gamer. Have you ever played Spider-Man?
1: I've heard that it is so damn good. Oh buddy, I haven't played it. Oh buddy, so
0: if 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 I have love for games, man, The Last of Us is up there. Spider Man has to be number two, but they're they're coming up with Spider Man two, um, eventually. For I I can't play it because I don't have a PlayStation Five, but you do. So I'm 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 recommending you check out. There's like a there's like a 10 minute video of gameplay of Spider Man two, and it's freaking ridiculous, man. Like you get to watch Peter Parker like uh, take on the symbiote, uh, Venom uh suit and then you get to like transition to miles morales and transition back to Peter parker as venom like it's so crazy man and it's only 10 minutes long but it's incredible and like you, you get to see some new villains and stuff but uh it, like if i if i have a ps5 that's the first game i'm getting uh um, <laughs>
1: that's
0: it yes yeah that's it i mean I'm, w- I'm waiting until last of us three comes out until i get a ps5 which i don't know what's gonna happen maybe 2028 20, who knows but regardless Spider Man Two, that's my recommendation. Go on YouTube, go check out that ten minute uh, video. It's it's freaking incredible. But but uh, for all of us, man, Jay, Dre, again, you guys are my uh, you guys are my therapist. I don't care what you guys think about that. Um, but until next time, I'm not sure if we're if we're going to speak next time. I know I'm going to be busy ne- next week. I haven't told you guys that yet. But if we do, if we don't, hopefully when we do hear about the next coaching uh, position for the Raptors, that's definitely when you'll hear from us. But until then. Guys, girls, and everybody who's listening, that's a